Welcome back to the Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host. Guys, we've got an awesome show for you, and the hour will go by before you know it, so let's get started. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Hopefully, if you listen to this show, you are the type of person that gets into the details, that sees the misdirection when the news, the mainstream media is talking about X, you're looking for Y. Um, If you're that person then you already know about what we're going to talk about on today's show. If you're not that person, then I suggest that you like sit down, get a glass of water. Everything's going to be okay. We're going to get through it together. Uh, So uh, I've got an awesome guest for you. This guy is a researcher. This guy is in the details, as I promised on the show last week. Uh, Someone that if you don't know who he is, you really have to duck, duck, go Google, whatever you use. Uh, but Mr. James Rogusky, he's going to be on. We're going to be talking about probably one of the most egregious attempts to strip away your rights. And it, it's not even, you know, making it unconstitutional, unconstitutional. It's making it like extra constitutional. Uh, so all that more. And it all starts right now. James, how are you, my friend? I'm I'm doing very well. I'm excited to be here. Um, let me start off by being weird. All right, um, everybody all right, that's let's listening, do it. everybody that's listening, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna dox my own phone number. My phone is three one zero six one nine three zero five five three one zero six one nine three zero five five. Please go to the website and get all the information that we're talking about and inform yourself. But I am that serious about this topic. Um, I have met some of the most amazing, wonderful people. That's how I got on on this broadcast right here. Um, I, 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 you may get a, a busy signal. You may get a, a voicemail. You may get a filled up voicemail. Text me, um, uh, WhatsApp, Telegram signal. Uh, this is that important to me anyways, and I hope it's that important to you. Awesome. You know, there are probably some trolls. I've got enough followers that there are probably some trolls that try and dox my guests, try and dox me. Uh, so James is just helping out. So there you go. Uh, and you should go to the website. Uh, we, we we haven't broached the topic yet, but you can throw out the website. We'll be plugging it uh, several it's, times. It's really easy. It's just my name, jamesrogusky.substack.com. Uh, J-A-M-E-S-R-O-G-U-S-K-I dot substack dot com. And there's two domains that I have that'll get you right into the heart of the main articles that I have. Um, you know, there's a lot of information. Uh, don't you dare dot info, D-O-N-T-Y-O-U-D-A-R-E dot info. And the, it's going to give away the uh, punchline here. Uh, stop the W-H-O dot com. StopTheWho.com, and so Stop now we can dive in. Now we can I, dive into the topic, and and that's not the band, that's the World uh, Hypnosis Organization, otherwise known as the World Health Organization. Um, started off. What? Where, where do you think we should start? Go, go ahead. Hit me with a question, and we'll have so, some. So, so I, I kind of, you know, dropped a breadcrumb. This breadcrumb, this whole thing, kind of hinges on the idea of constitutionality constitutional rights, individual liberty. Um, and, you know, in, in this post-COVID world, if we can even say it's after COVID, but in a post-2020 pandemic breakout, whatever world, 
uh, individual autonomy, medical rights, medical privacy is something that's important to a lot of Americans for a lot of different reasons. We've got the Roe v. Wade crowd that are talking about my body, my choice. It's between a woman and her doctor. Uh, we've got the more libertarian crowd. Everyone should be able to do whatever they want. What people don't realize is the WHO, the World Health Organization, which is, you know, if ever there was a group that needed to immediately be abolished, you know, IRS is up there, uh, NATO's up there, but the WHO, and I like what you said, the World Hypnosis Organization, they, they are vying for a top three spot on that list for sure. Um, everyone's heard of the World Health Organization now. Hardly anyone's heard of their international health regulations. So why don't you talk to us about those and, and get into the fun that we're getting ready to have uh, in the next week or so. Um, that's actually a good direction to take because, oh, four or five months ago, um, I had no idea that there was such a thing as the international health regulations. And, you know, it's not a difficult thing. It's an 84-page PDF, and a lot of those pages are blank at the beginning. Uh, it's the kind of stuff I eat for breakfast. I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting to me because when you're looking at these boring documents, but you kind of sort of have a feel that there might be something in there that you need to find. Uh, when you find these little twists of how they manipulate the language, uh, it, it's like finding a needle in the haystack or, or finding a gem, you know, you're digging for gold, you get a nugget. Um, and I've found some wonderful nuggets. Uh, when you go to the um, website, don't you dare.info, if you scroll down to where it says evidence in big, literally it's wooden scrabble letters, right? The word um, evidence. Exhibit B is that PDF. And so you can certainly read what the existing rules are. And interestingly enough, you know, I, my opinion, you know, I, I like to separate fact from opinion. Uh, the fact is you can read them for yourself. And the opinion is there's parts of it that I don't like at all, but there are some parts of it that I'm like, you know, that's better than the United States regulations. And I would prefer the international health regulations. And so that is just what's been in existence for hundreds of years, actually, in, in different forms. Uh, and we can certainly talk about that if anybody wants to, but it, it's been in that format since 2007. Well, really 2005, but it went into full force in 2007. And, you know, it's something that you could wrap your head around if you, if you really wanted to. I've done it for you, and I'll, I'll simplify it. What we're really talking about is a much smaller document, but one that is mind-bendingly um, sneaky, okay? And it's something that is uh, a PDF that's the official version is 13 pages long, and four of those pages are just cover letters. And it's only nine pages of stuff, but it is really, really dense, legal, jargony type stuff. And um, I was just somehow guided to find it uh, back on March 28th, even though it was submitted by the United States government to, or at least someone who purports to represent the United States government, we haven't figured out if that paperwork is properly squared away, um, presented it to the uh, WHO on January 18th of 2020. And it, it had one little tiny thing. They sort of tweeted something cryptic about, oh, we're going to be strengthening the regulations. And they put a press release on 
the uh, Mission to Geneva's website, which I know everyone is following, you know, religiously. <laughs> uh, and, and there was one article written about it and then nothing. Okay. And, um, you know, by the grace of God, I found it. I, I got up at four o'clock one morning and I'm digging, you know, on the internet looking for stuff. And there was an article about it, the one article. And it said, oh, we obtained this document with a hyperlink. And something compelled me to click on it and start reading it. And I, I will lead with the punchline. Okay. I will lead with the culmination of the story just so that if people have a short attention span, we're a handful of minutes in and, you know, you can miss all the fun and excitement uh, afterwards, but you'll, you'll go home that, with the, that's the part of the problem is the, the society's short attention span is part of the problem, but go ahead. Give it, us the nugget. It drives me crazy, but I've just learned to give up and, and do what people ask for. Um, <laughs> on page eight, Article 12, the amendment to Article 12, not in the regulations, but in the little short 13-page um, amendment. Article 12, Section 2, Line 6, there's a handful of words, and there was a line striking them out, meaning the amendment would remove those words. And it literally, to me, looked like a needle. I was like, got this haystack worth of words, and there's a needle in it. And the gist of what it says, I don't have it down to, to memory, but that in the declaration of what the World Health Organization calls a public health emergency of international concern, E-H-E-I-C, literally, if they want to declare a fake on the world, they have to get the approval of the nation in which the issue is occurring, okay? So the director general has to get an agreement from the member nation and if they agree, then the WHO can declare a fake. They want to remove the member nation out of that equation. And it now reads, the director general decides or determines, okay? Mm -hmm. And you go, I mean, when I saw that, I'm like, you know, it was early in the morning. I'm like, did I read that properly? You're taking away the essentially the sovereignty on this topic from 194 member nations and giving it all to one guy and that one guy is not you know the combination of jesus and buddha and and krishna and the saint of your choice he's not a great guy and they will be next week um coronating him into his second five-year term in office um with no opposition because that's how all good dictators come into office. <laughs> and the, the definition of the word dictator comes from Roman times where when there was an emergency, they would pick a, a capable person, one would hope, and they would bark orders. They would dictate what was supposed to be done to deal with the emergency. And so you can't have dictatorship without emergency situation. And it's just super obvious that what they're doing because the rest of the amendments say nothing about health or essential medicines or nutrition or herbs or alternative treatments or you know anything. It's got nothing except surveillance and committees and bureaucracy and how to thrust the world into a state of emergency, either with a fake that the director general just 
declared, okay? And the other option is that the WHO is organized according to geographical regions, the Americas, Africa, Australia, Europe, Asia, India, so forth. They have regional directors and the amendments would enable the regional directors to declare a public health emergency of regional concern. They want to be able to FERC the world, P-H-E-R-C, one region at a time. And they also have, um, or they would like to have, an intermediate health alert. And, you know, it takes me back to after 9-11, you know, the red, orange, mm -hmm. yellow um, yeah. uh, terror alert. You know, they are the terrorists. They want everyone to be afraid all the time because when people are afraid, they're more easily hypnotized, quite frankly. They listen to the TV and, you know, whatever it is, you know, ask your doctor. Uh, Dr. Fauci says, uh, you know, the CDC says, um, the WHO recommends. And they recommend and they recommend and they recommend. And another word for recommendation is suggestion. Okay. Now, you and I just met and we could have a conversation and I could make a suggestion. You know, I could say something like, hey, you know, I like the painting in your background. You know, I suggest that you feature that, right? It's wonderful. And you could go, yeah, I know, but some people, you know, you can, you can take my suggestion or you could say, you know, now we're good, right? Your neighbor down the street can make a suggestion. And if he knows what he's talking about and he goes, oh, you know, that's a great idea. Same thing with the WHO, right? When Harry Truman signed the joint resolution and I, the document is exhibit A on my website, they, they said, and I'll just paraphrase it, yeah, we're going to join the WHO, but you can't tell us what to do, and we're there to help, but don't you even think about telling us what to do. We're America. It's 1948. You're not the boss of us. We, you know, we own the world pretty much at that point in time, and so the terms of agreement were um, we don't have to do anything the WHO says, and that's not what people's perception is, and I, I compare it to uh, an abusive relationship. Uh, many people get themselves stuck into a relationship and for whatever reason, they just can't find the gumption to leave when all of their friends and everybody else says, you gotta get out of there. Um, that's kind of the relationship that we have with the WHO. We can see that what they're doing is not working, obviously. We can see that they take a lot of money and they do a lot of, really horrible stuff with it in my opinion but for whatever reason you know just can't just can't quit them right um it's like a movie yeah now, a so. lot of it a lot of it is a uh, fear-based and you know we'll talk about that as soon as we get back from this quick break you know something you might not know about me is i have sleep apnea sleep is obviously an important part of my life it should be an important part of your life as well that's why my pillow was an obvious choice to partner with this show now, I'm sure you've already heard of MyPillow. Heck, you might even have a few of these awesome pillows in your home, but I bet you didn't know they sold more. Much, much more. MyPillow's got sheets, towels, travel pillows, slippers, and things that you wouldn't believe all at their site. Right now, you can get their moccasin or slip-on style slippers, normally $139.98 for just $49 when you use my promo code Mobley. Go to mypillow.com slash Mobley to see all the deals you can get with my code Mobley, M-O-B-L-E-Y, including buy one, get one free on Giza Dream Sheets. 
six-piece MyPillow towel sets, MyPillow pillows, bathrobes, and much more. Go to www.mypillow.com slash Mobley or type promo code Mobley anywhere on the website. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to mypillow.com slash Mobley today. The world can feel like a scary place right now, especially if you are a closet conservative. You know the type. You don't share your thoughts, your opinions, your beliefs for fear of being canceled or fired or defamed or hated. And on and on the list goes. Being in the conservative closet sucks. The good news is you don't have to be. You can be unstoppable, unshakable, undeniable. You can come out of the conservative closet and live a truly fearless life. And that's what the Fearless Lives Online Summit is all about. Join me at the Fearless Lives Online Summit free right from your phone or computer and learn how to embrace your gifts and live fearlessly. This event brings together the best conservative, creative life experts and entrepreneurs, people like modern Renaissance man Ty Smith, Richard Barris, the People's Pundit, John Anthony, Charlie Street, Dave Almasi, and more. Uh, who come together and cast off doubt and toss cancel culture by the wayside, all while changing lives. You can attend free. Just register at thejoemobleyshow.com slash fearless. That's www.thejoemobleyshow.com slash fearless. Just in case you were wondering, yours truly, the original Uncloseted Conservative, is doing a talk as part of the summit uh, it's one that you don't want to miss. Again, you can register at thejoemobleyshow.com slash fearless for that free online event, which is happening May 23rd through the 27th. If you register for the event, you will be able to access uh, the videos anytime. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. We're talking with James Roguski. You know, James, when before we went in a break, you were talking about you're talking about a lot of interesting things. One of those things is fear, fear uh, in, in manipulative relationships, like in domestic uh, abuse situations or with battered uh, women or children. Uh, that same type of fear is, is put out into the world by governments, not just our government or, or not just from 2020 and beyond, but all throughout the arc of history. Uh, despots have controlled through fear. It's a powerful psychological uh, weapon and it's it's the root of propaganda and what you and i know about organizations like the world hypnosis organization is they are master propagandist uh, we've we've seen this coming out of china we've seen this in in their press coverage we've seen it in the recommendations that they've given to the white house over the last few years uh, and and i suspect you know i was one of those people a few years ago i didn't know who the world health organization was uh, couldn't pick them out of a lineup. I'd heard of the CDC and that was about it. Uh, so I guess I'm a stupid American or they're making a major power grab. Uh, so you were, you were just telling us a story, uh, not a story. You were just going into manipulative relationships. Uh, do you want to pull on that thread some more? Um, there's actually an article on my uh, site called breaking, uh, break the spell. Okay. And the analogies just go on and on and on and on and on. But, you know, the Wizard of Oz and the Matrix and um, Alice in Wonderland and, and all of these different things where, uh, you know, one of the favorites from Alice in Wonderland is uh, words mean whatever, you know, Humpty Dumpty wants them to mean. And so 
one of the things that people need to know about legal issues is that they change the meanings of words, okay? And one of the documents that I came across was an 84-page PDF uh, from the Federal Register, and they changed uh, more than a number of words. Um, one of them was um, interstate, um, I, I, I think it was interstate commerce, but the, the word interstate was involved in it. And the definition included, um, actually, if you, if, you know what, we can find it. If you want to actually show it, go up to James Ruguski and people will get the whole tour of, of all of the uh, things that are there. If you click on my name right in the middle and, and click on archive, um, I'll click on the bottom there where it says, just read it now at the very bottom. There you go. Um, and so uh, there's somebody going uh, under hypnosis, but actually what you want is a uh, new speak. Uh, it's the second one down. Um, you, you might want to make it bigger, but there's a list of words that have been altered. And one of the words uh, is interstate. Um, if you scroll down, it should be alphabetically, and um, I think I'll be able to read it. Um, down interstate quarantine? No, a little, little, um, keep going a little bit. No, it's uh, one of the highlighted words alphabetically. Um, I think you've gone too far. Oh. And so a little, a little bit more. Yeah, keep going. Um, keep going up. You've uh, you've gone way down too far. Uh, and I'm directing you poorly. I apologize. Go down. You were good. <laughs> you just it's it's hard to see what, on my little what, phone here. What's the word? I can you're just search for. for looking for interstate. Um, the word interstate. It's all alphabetical. We've got interstate quarantine, interstate traffic. And... Yeah, interstate, interstate traffic is all that it was. Um, that all was the right. word I was looking for, traffic. Okay. Um, interstate traffic does not include the following. Um, unloading persons or property transported from a foreign country. With the border crisis, you go, how is taking people who <laughs> come from a foreign country across state lines defined as not being included in interstate traffic, okay? Um, Non-invasive is one of the other ones that I often talk about. Um, Non-invasive, uh, I'm gonna hurt everybody's brain and, and I apologize in advance. I put on, just on the one down below, non-invasive, if you, if you just highlight the bold words as we go, um, non-invasive means Procedures includes not non-invasive procedures includes procedures not involving insertion of an instrument or a foreign body into the body or a body cavity, excluding the eye, nose, and mouth. Now there's so many negatives in there. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, I'll, I'll let your readers, your your viewers, you know, sit with that for a while. Um, the net wow, result of that is that's unbelievable. <laughs> It, it, it's, it's wonderful. Um, these are some very cunning linguists, right? I mean, the word smithing is just the witchcraft and spellbinding and confusion, right? Well, the definition in the international health regulations, now realize this came from the federal register, right? CDC guidelines. In the international health regulations, it says well that, that makes more sense that's why we're almost at page seven thousand here right <laughs> there you go um 
Goodness gracious. And, and, and so in the international health regulations, they defined the word um, intrusive. Now this, you got to remember, is the definition of the word non-intrusive. I'm sorry, invasive, non-invasive, right? And invasive in the international health regulations is like, yeah, if we stick something up your nose, that's invasive, right? You know, a, mm-hmm. a fourth, you know, your, your, your fifth grader wouldn't be the weakest link on that, right? I mean, they could, they could handle that. This is just craziness. Um, if you go up a little bit to ill person, just above indigenous, in, in, indigen, um, an ill person may include somebody who is warm to the touch and has a headache and a fever. I'm sorry, warm to the touch has a headache and a stiff neck. Okay. If you look at the bold, um, an ill person has a headache and a stiff neck in addition to feeling warm to the touch, which is up above. I, I need to bold it there. And, and you, this, you got to realize this is for people who are traveling. All right. So you get off an airplane, don't let it be known that you feel warm. <laughs> that you've got a stiff and neck. You've got a headache and a stiff neck <laughs> because you could be quarantined. Okay. The, the most egregious one, if you go down a little bit, is um, uh, uh, public health emergency, okay? Um, a little bit further, I think it's the next one. And the fifth definition of a public health emergency is the most obnoxious language I've ever read in law. Um, any communicable disease event for which the Director General of the World Health Organization in accordance with these articles of the international health regulations has issued temporary or standing recommendations i'll just stop there he's made a recommendation okay that means that there's regulatory cover whereby the secretary of the health and human services uh, javier becerra here in the united states could declare a nationwide public health emergency because the boss man in Geneva made a recommendation. And it's not a recommendation that there's an emergency. Um, It's a recommendation for the purposes of preventing or promptly detecting the occurrence or reoccurrence of the communicable disease. Detecting. Okay, Uh, maybe there's something going on in uh, Australia or Africa or South America. Um, We need to go and detect to see if there's anything going on there, sets off the trigger that Javier Becerra can declare an emergency. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to do it all the time. It's just setting up- Just just whenever they want. Anytime they want, okay? Now, when you couple that with what, um, and, and don't go away from this page just yet, when you couple that with the changes that they want to make, where this is dependent on the director general of the who claiming that there is a, a, an issue going on and now they want to make it so that he can do that anytime you can see how it cascades down oh well the secretary uh, director general of the who um claimed that there's an emergency so the nation can so the state can so the county can so the city can and it's just emergency cascading all the way down through the system now if you've we, seen that the, before if you go up to the top of your of this article, any closet conservative will reveal themselves by the scream that if you go um, down just a little tiny bit, all right, right there. Oh, okay, that's good too. 
These changes were made on the last full day of the Obama administration on January 19, 2017. Wow. The day before Trump was inaugurated into office. And wow is an appropriate response, but I have had people scream so loud. They, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not going to say nothing, but, you know, they made some kind of connection somewhere in their mind, something clicked. And, you know, typically people, when the light bulb goes off in their head, they go, oh, oh no way. Right. Now, keep um, in mind, these these people are not trying to create a globalist government, not trying to uh, enact a, a great reset. They're certainly not trying to undermine the Constitution. I, I like the top of this one. Wake up and smell the burning of the Constitution. This is, I almost used this graphic actually. This is a good yeah. one. Um, uh, because this, this, he, this is Obama doing that puppet master thing that he talked about, his, his heart's desire for the third presidency. Um, man, I looked at this and I did not, uh, I didn't notice that at all. Yeah. And when Maybe. the light bulb goes off, okay. Um, there, there's something interesting that I've noticed, and these are all just a bunch of you know metaphors, I guess. Um, when the when when you pierce the veil of illusion, and the light bulb goes off in people's head, it cranks up the furnace in their belly. I mean, they're just like, you know. And I mean, people that I've you know shared this information with, you know, I've done some activism and and volunteer work for you know, various campaigns and things like that. And um, it's it's amazing to see what's happening right now. And um, I hope you're still there. Did we lose you? I think we did. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, okay. I'm just, uh, I'm Highlighting just the thing. Wor working the visual elements here. Wonderful. And, and so um, if you can go back to uh, the screen share and go back up to the top and go uh, probably hit your back button and get back to the uh, archive of all of the various articles, um, we'll go deep down a, a interesting rabbit hole, um, seeking clarification. Um, I am having some fun these days because I just like pointing out interesting information that is mostly hidden. Um, over the past week or so, we've probably had 70,000 people come through my site or my, my uh, article on a different one um, where they've sent emails to their, uh, people have come through my site and sent emails through to their senators and congresspeople, right? And responses are starting to come in from the Senate offices or the congressional offices. And if you scroll down here, this is uh, Congressman Mark, McCall, uh, 10th district in uh, Texas, and some folks in his district sent an email and asked what his opinion and his perspective was on the uh, amendments to the uh, in international health regulations. And so he wrote them a letter and it confirmed in writing something that I had suspected, something that I had heard that uh, hearsay I got secondhand from somebody who uh, ought to know because they were part of the um, mission in Geneva. And if you scroll down a little bit, you can see the letter that he wrote to the folks. And um, that's a little video that I did explaining this so people can watch that when they get here. Um, scroll down until you actually see the letter. 
um, I actually marked it up like uh, if you go down some more, there's actually you can see the, the thing. There we um, go. Might be too small, but you know, maybe you can read it. Um, first and foremost, the first red line is these amendments were actually started during the Trump administration. And um, Congressman McCall is a, a Republican, and he's actually the lead Republican in the report that um, examined the COVID uh, crisis and the relationship to China and the CCP. And in his letter, unlike some of the other letters that I've gotten from other Republicans, he actually included the hyperlink uh, to the report that he's very proud of because he was the lead Republican, his name's on the cover, right? They actually recommended that the uh, international health regulations be reformed, um, you know, amended, and they wanted to change the way that the WHO could uh, declare that there was an international health emergency. And so most of the words in this upper part of the document point to the thinking behind what has now become Biden's um, amendments, all right? Um, Trump got it started, uh, maybe with the art of the deal and and you know what was going on there. Maybe if he had uh, stayed in office, it it would have worked out differently. But the thought behind this was that they wanted to get tough on China because China was hiding something, and we don't want them to have a say in whether or not we say there's an emergency in their country. And so, you know, having an investigation and finding out what really happened in Wuhan. It's really, you know, far too late for that. But, you know, if they were hiding anything, they were hiding our involvement as much as they were hiding their own. And so all of that is just this political football that they've been kicking around. But if you scroll down, you'll see that in two places, um, Congressman McCall twice clearly shows that he knows that these amendments will make it so that the WHO has the authority to declare an emergency over any objections that any nation might have. Now, I can't believe that he is unaware to the point where he doesn't see that, yeah, that might be good if you're applying it to China, but it could also be applied to the United States. And one of the interesting bits of humor that the universe is playing on, on everybody here is somebody made a mistake when they were dialing my phone number and they transposed the 310 and made it 301, which is a uh, Maryland uh, um, area code, I believe. And mm -hmm. of all places, they called somebody at Fort Detrick, which I just find to be incredibly amusing. If anybody knows what Fort Detrick is all about, and if they know what I'm all about, that is just the universe being funny as all hell. And that's so, that's hilarious uh, that's hilarious yeah. i mean you know you, i think the the walking dead the walking dead might have put fort dietrich on the map because people have heard of it and yeah. and biological studies for that hey uh james we're going to take a quick break and then we'll sure. be right back for the last segment if you're listening to this show i can guess a few things about you you probably don't trust the government you trust the liberal media even less, and maybe, just maybe, you are an uncloseted conservative. But 
If you're not, I've got friends for you. It's I've got friends for you. If you're not, I've got news for you. It's time to stop sitting in silence on the sidelines. That time is over. It's time to get loud and to make your voice heard. Uh, let people know that you believe in our great nation, that you believe in conservative principles like liberty, justice, free markets, and limited government. There's no better way to come out of the conservative closet than with my uncloseted conservative gear available exclusively on my website, djomobleyshow.com. These shirts, hoodies, mugs, and more are some of the funniest products you'll find anywhere, like my Joe Biden one star would not recommend or my, my AR-15 identifies as a stick t-shirts. We've got the absolute best Let's Go Brandon shirt on the market, bar none, and my classic uncloseted conservative design. These are premium products made with the absolute softest cotton. You'll never want to take them off. Premium prints on premium products for a premium brand. Use promo code FREEDOM for 10% off your entire order. Do it now. Don't wait. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com. Load up your cart and use the promo code FREEDOM. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com today. All right, so we are talking with our guest, James Rogusky. And I just, I just uh, want to just read this. It's, it's been on the screen for the visual listeners, but you know, these, these are the top line points. If adopted, it would allow the WHO, the World Health Organization, to declare a public health emergency of international concern, PHEIC, without the agreement of the member state in question where the outbreak is occurring. That is nuts that's extreme alarm bells ringing constitution pages going into that oversized shredder you know can, i can hear it but apparently other people can't um so uh james you were you were talking to us about about hopefully getting a response out of legislators um we we, we digress to 14 trick for yeah, a minute let's let's let the screen share go and just you and i'll talk from here on out um I have gotten um, one very strong, very good um, response from, uh, I believe it's, um, oh, I, I, I don't remember the um, uh, congressperson's name. They're from Arkansas. Um, the first name is French, and I can't remember the last name. But very strong, positive response uh, in, in terms of, you know, standing up against this uh, abomination. And, and But a number of responses that are, you know, clearly just form letters that, you know, whatever, they're all on the same lockstep page, okay? And so the the politics of this, um, I think, are, are possibly going to get very, very interesting because even if next week the uh, World Health Assembly, you know, 194 nations showing up in Geneva to vote on this, it's questionable as to whether or not they will vote because they were hoping to do this in, in darkness. And like when Nancy Pelosi famously said something along the lines of, well, you know, you can't read it. There's no time. Just vote for it. You can read it later. Um, that's what I think they were hoping to do. I think they were hoping that everyone would come. It would pop up. You know, all the, you know, everybody in favor say aye. The eyes have it. And off it goes. Well, because the membership in the WHO is voluntary. 
the aspect of having uh, amendments approved includes a very unique situation where even if it is approved, each nation has a six month period where individually they can just say, no, thank you. They just have their um, foreign minister, secretary of state, whatever you call it, uh, based on whatever the nation uh, terminology is, write a letter to the WHO that says, we reject these amendments they do not apply to our nation. We will use the rules as they were before the amendment. It's literally that simple. It's article number 61 in the international health regulation. It's kind of like you buy something online and it shows up and it wasn't what you thought it was and you return it. Okay. And, and so the general rule is like at a wedding, you know, speak now or forever hold your peace. If, if after these things are approved, if each nation um, says, no, you know, we didn't like that. We don't want it, even though maybe even they voted for it, but they changed their mind. They have six months to just flat out reject. It. And so that's simple to understand. And so what I see coming down the future uh, or coming in the future, if those things are approved, is that six month period takes us to the end of November. So it includes the entire election season. Mm -hmm. And so I pity the candidate who is supporting these things because I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, black, white, I don't care what your pronouns are. I don't care what your gender, your identity. It doesn't matter. Here's the question. Do you think it's better to have each individual nation be in control of whether or not they live under a state of emergency, or do you want to give all of that power to Tedros Ghebreyesus? That's the question. This you is almost be, 200 nations. This is insane. It's, this is the Great Reset, right? You take the sovereign authority of 194 nations and voluntarily hand it over to one guy, right? Now, maybe you think that's a good idea. Maybe somebody thinks that's a great idea. You know, they're talking about one health, you know, one, one overview of all of it one size fits all, but I see something different, right? What I see is because they wanted to keep it hidden, they did not propagandize this. Now they've decoyed it. They've made this distraction with the pandemic treaty, right? And I, if anybody says the word treaty, if anybody says pandemic treaty, that's not what I'm talking about. That is a totally different thing. And it's actually backfiring because people who should know better are merging the two and they're putting the fear of God into people um, because of the pandemic treaty, but it's actually being improperly applied to the amendments that are happening this week. And it's actually working in our favor because people are like, what in the hell is this? I don't want that. It's horrible. And, and so they haven't propagandized the international health regulations to get people to think that they should want to change them. The propaganda machine that they put out there might've worked if it had truly distracted and I hadn't found this and started spreading the word, but now that everybody knows about it, when they look at it, they go, this is insane. And so I see this as an opportunity to have light bulbs go off in everybody's head. And it's, it's a great awakening, at least on this topic, we can all come together. It doesn't matter what divides us. We can go look. 
just take a look at what they're trying to do in the amendments for Article 12, Section 2, Line 6, where they're taking this out and they're giving all of this power to one guy. And I see this as, you know, the most perfect, pure red pill wake up call to enlighten the situation. You know, anything that's in darkness, you know, generally looked at as occult and, and evil. And all I'm doing is shining light on their own words. And yeah, when you when you shine light on something, you know, it's enlightenment. Um, it, it's a wake up call. It's uh, an awakening. Uh, I am so optimistic that we have an opportunity to really flip flip the script there and take the Great Reset and turn it into the Great Awakening. All right. So we're coming up to about six minutes. And, you know, there are a couple of things that people got to know. There's supposed to be some standard processes for treaties. A, a treaty treaty is huge, and it, it involves nation states, the, the heads of the states coming together, brokering deals. In our case, the president has to come back, get that approved by Congress, um, and then goes and executes the treaty. There, there are some smaller uh, or lesser, uh, lesser fortified means. The president can also uh, go and broker deals, come back with, without engaging in the treaty process with Congress and say, hey, you know, I've kind of been working this. Is it okay? Or Congress can agree, you know, kind of preemptively to give the, the executive kind of carte blanche to go and make some kind of deal. Um, so we're going to, we're coming up on five minutes. So we're going to do the quickest of ad breaks. So here are some things that you know. We know that Joe Biden's a terrible president. We know that gas prices are high. We know that sneaker sales and used bike sales are probably going through the roof, and they are. Uh, Biden inflation continues to drive our economy into the ground. But we also know Mike Lindell over at MyPillow makes the best pillows on the market. But I bet you didn't know this. MyPillow has hundreds of products that aren't pillows. While poor leadership in the White House is causing prices to soar in virtually every industry, Mike and his team are working hard to do just the opposite. In fact, if you go to MyPillow.com slash Mobley right now, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Pillows, bathrobes, sleepwear, and more at record low prices. You worked hard to help Mike defeat cancel culture. Now he's working hard to help you get the best quality prices for the absolute best, the best quality products for the absolute best prices. Go to www.mypillow.com slash Mobley or use my promo code Mobley anywhere on the website. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to MyPillow.com slash Mobley and save today. I'm going to skip the Locals ad. Guys, you know I love Locals. It's the best uh, social media platform. If you hate Twitter, stop using it. Go over to Locals. Uh, my community there is the Joe Mobley Show. .locals.com. Dave Rubin's over there. Dinesh D'Souza. Tulsi Gabbard. Lots of uh, great people. Um, so we've got three and a half minutes till the close. Uh, but... If you're a radio listener and you want to hear a little bit more about James, because he's got an awesome uh, article now out about some questions, some, some great questions, uh, that's going to be available on Rumble, on YouTube, on Getter. And there's always exclusive content only available to the local subscribers. Closing out the show with, uh, with the things that are going on with the World Health Organization. I agree, James. They What is done in the darkness comes to light. They tried to slide this through the shell game of ever moving uh, policies and enforcement. 
uh, we found out, you found out about it and have been ringing alarm bells. Uh, my fear is that if the amendments don't get added, they'll just go to ground and still try and do this globalist agenda. Um, my hope is after the amendments pass uh, this week, if they haven't already, when you're listening to this, that we get out in that six month exclusionary period. Uh, James, you got two and a half minutes. Well, you know, the call to action is really simple. Um, if you've watched this video, uh, you can see at the beginning, you know, mentioned where all the information is. The beauty with this is I'm just shining light on evidence. Uh, I didn't hack anything. I'm not Snowden or Assange and getting any kind of confidential or anything. It's just public documents that I've identified the nuggets in there that when you look at those, you, you realize that this is just absolutely insane. And so at this point in time, the simple answer is take the link to this video that you're watching and go sit in your comfy chair and go to your phone save the link and go down through your contact list a through z and just text it to everybody and go hey you gotta watch this and then go to your email address and you know copy all you know don't blow through your um limit on whatever your account will let you do but as as it will permit you know email it to everybody go into whatever social media you have and private message it to everybody at the very least tell absolutely everybody that you have a connection to because if you don't do it then you're the censor don't <laughs> censor this information you know laziness in sharing information in this particular case there's actually a, a law it's called misprision of treason if you know about a treasonous plot against the constitution and you keep it a secret that's literally a criminal offense and so I'm not saying that you should tell your readers that they're going to go to jail if they don't share your videos. OK, but, you know, this one's important enough that you should share it just because you want to. And that's all we're really asking people to do. This is a worldwide thing. And, you know, like the whole thing with Kevin, six degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon. You know, somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who's got a platform that can put it out to thousands of people like this. And then those people know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. This thing can and should go all around the world in a flash. And then we have everybody's eyeballs looking at an attempted takeover of the world that we have knowledge of before they try. So spread the word. Awesome. So the website again is jamesroguski.substack.com. That's James... R-O-G-U-S-K-I, J-A-M-E-S-R-O-G-U-S-K-I dot substack.com. If you just um, look for wake up and smell the burning of the constitution, uh, you'll probably find it that way too. But your your um, search engines are not your friend, okay? So you got to type the sucker okay. right in there. The other side is don't you dare dot info, dot info, dot info, people. It's not dot com, not dot org. It's don't you dare.info. Uh, James, you're giving out your cell phone number. If you want to give it out one more time, go ahead. 310-619-3055. And, you know, texts, uh, um, WhatsApp, Signal, Telegram, uh, it, it's all good. Um, I turn it off when I go to sleep and it's probably going to be loaded and I'm trying to catch up, but I'm doing the best I can to talk to everybody because if people don't give a crap, they don't call me. 
And so the only people you, you, you had a little glitch in the matrix when you were speaking earlier and you said something about, you know, making friends, man, this is the greatest way to make new friends. The people who call me are the greatest people that I've ever come into contact with. So, you know, love to get to know you. Um, and you know, trolls, uh, it's going to bounce off. So don't even bother. Yep. All right. Well, thanks so much, James, for joining the show, guys. This is the Joe Mobley show. Thanks for joining us next week. We've got, uh, Lisa Reynolds. She's a political insider and we're going to be talking, uh, all things, current events, but more importantly, all things culture with her. Uh, so however you listen, thank you for joining us. Thanks for supporting the show. Uh, if you want to really, uh, get in touch with me. If you want to see exclusive content, if you want to have access like no other fans have access, that means joining my locals community. Uh, you know, I love locals. It's Dave Rubin and his team down in Miami creating the best social media platform. It's that it's the internet done right. It's everything that Twitter and Facebook and Tom at MySpace screwed up is done right at locals that have partnered with rumble.com. Uh, just two free speech uh, bastions of the internet. Uh, so I'm, I'm counting down the days until Rumble takes down YouTube. And what a glorious day that will be. Anyway, that's locals.com. I know it sounds like a dating site. Your spouse will forgive you if that charge shows up on your credit card, I promise. Uh, not a dating site, locals.com. My community there is thejoemobleyshow.locals.com. We will see you in the next one. All right. Well, James, before you go, if you got another couple of minutes, the oh the, yeah, sure. The video, no, audience, the video audience stays and stays. And guys, you you know I love you. Um, I know that you. Um, well, actually, no. I I just see that that still says draft here. Um, oh you no, you're cool. No, no, no. All it's right. it's all fine. It's all fine. All right. Um, um you know, so do you I'm, want to I'm talk crowdsourcing. To us about yeah, I'm crowdsourcing questions for uh, anybody who uh, is really a deep thinker. This is not for the uh, short attention span folks. This is some deep stuff, and I'd love to talk to you about it. That'd be spectacular. Yeah, well, we are made of time. Again, uh, the audience, the the podcast listener or the, the video stream watcher, I, I just appreciate, appreciate you guys to death. You, uh, many of you listened to the last moment or watched the last second. Uh, thank you. And uh, today you're getting some bonus content. So congratulations. Yeah. If you can, uh, if you can make it bigger, that'd be great. Uh, so people can see it. And so I can see it as well. You can probably blow it up until it uh, fits real good. And maybe, there you go. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, as somebody who is researching and digging all the time and trying to find something, uh, it's inordinately frustrating when I can't find something. And when you're looking for a needle in the haystack, you know, that's kind of predicated on what if there isn't a needle in the haystack, all right? And so um, uh, happy to go through these questions and, you know, we, we can stop on each of them and, and chat about it, but, you know, this is great. Um, the idea is um, if somebody can think about this, you know, long and hard and go, well, I wonder, I wonder if they did this properly and I wonder if they did that properly. Um, question number one, does the president have the authority to hand over the authority to declare that a state of emergency exists within our nation's geographical boundaries to the director general of World Health Organization without ratification by two thirds of the member of the Senate? And so I found, and I think it's a little bit below here, um, this is a work in progress, so uh, 
there may be some glitches in this page because that's why it's a draft. But the source for this question is a Supreme Court case. And they say the powers of government are delegated in trust to the United States. And something popped up on my phone, so I can't see it at the moment. Um, and are in delegated there you go, of transfer to any other party. They cannot be abandoned or surrendered. Um, just to go into this a little bit deeper, um, if you want to pull your face back up and, and, and let go of the uh, screen share for a minute, this is going to be a conversation. Um, I'm, uh, I, don't, I don't label myself. I, I, I don't accept any title, whether it's conservative, um, anything, right? Um, I'm, an, I'm a topic-by-topic -topic person, okay? You want to talk to me about an issue, um, I'll have a discussion with you on your issue, and you can label that however the hell you want, but um, I refuse and reject any title, okay? And so I may offend some people with what I'm about to say, and I apologize, but you're here to learn, and I'm here to learn as well. So if you disagree with me, um, you know, let me know. Call me up. We'll have a nice discussion. I, if you can show me that I'm wrong about something, you will be my best buddy because that means I really, really unlearned something that I thought I knew and I learned something that you had to teach me. So in a good way, you know, bring it on. Um, I think everybody in this country has the Constitution. Their understanding of the Constitution is absolutely backwards. I hear people say all the time, oh, the Constitution protects our rights. Okay. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Go back 240 some years or whatever it is. We, the people, through the founding fathers who wrote and crafted the language, actually gave our a piece of our sovereignty to create the federal government. I think it's 18 enumerated authorities that we, the people, inherently had because we're people, right? We gave those powers to the government and entrusted that they would do that on behalf of everybody. And you start thinking about, well, you know, foreign affairs, you don't want, you know, now 300 million people conducting foreign affairs with, you know, every nation on the planet. That's confusing. So whatever those 18 enumerated powers are, those were our powers that we gave to the government. They're not allowed to give those powers away to anybody. Now, if the president has the power to say, oh, we're, we're having an emergency, right? Um, that's a whole nother rabbit hole we can go down, and I would love to do that. But he could give those powers back to us. He could say, nah, you know what? I, I don't want to be the guy who says there's an emergency. Um, maybe you guys should vote on it, right? Now, in today's day and age, that might work. You could have instant voting, right? And if everybody's just, you know, afraid of something, they can get on their phone app and vote to see if there's an emergency or not. And as long as you got blockchain and, you know, all, all kinds of, you know, um, protections, maybe that could work. But he's not allowed to give it to a corrupt corporation known as the WHO. Okay. And, and so, that's, that's settled law. That's 1889. It doesn't get more settled than that. I mean, seriously, Joe, you want to give your power to declare, um, or, or I should say more clearly, your power to have the last word controlling the WHO. You want to relinquish that control and give it to Tedros Gavracius? 
Okay. Um, and you can't, that, you can't do that, Joe. And in our instance, it doesn't make any sense as the most powerful nation. It doesn't make any sense for us to cede any power. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I agree with everything that you just said. Uh, the constitution doesn't grant rights. Uh, and the, no, no, people will say, well, the bill of rights, what about the bill of rights? No, the bill of rights is just saying they're they're naturally occurring rights. But what it's saying is it's not giving you those rights. You have those rights when you're born. That's your birthright. Okay. What the bill of rights is saying is, Hey, federal government, we gave you 18 enumerated powers. Don't, don't get confused. We didn't give you this one, and we didn't give you number two. We didn't give you number three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, that's just like doubling down, saying we just want to make sure you're not confused about this. Okay, can can We're I say something about yeah. about what what yeah. you're saying? The thing that the understanding that you have is the understanding that I have, and and I know, listener, if you're if you're being honest, many of you don't have this understanding. It pisses me off to no end whenever there's some question of what do we do? Oh, this is a new circumstance. And the American people, people in my family, uh, people that I know and trust and work with and, and loved ones say, we need to wait to see what the government says. No, we do not. The government doesn't have the authority to adjudicate any new circumstance. The, that authority rests with us. With me and you and the listener more than Biden and Pelosi or Trump or DeSantis or all of them combined, the Constitution is expressly clear about that. And what is, I blame the Department of Education, but <laughs> we have it exactly backwards because, you know, COVID, it's a new thing. What are we going to do? Uh, we're going to wait for the government to decide. That's not how this works. That's why there were states that were shut down to the nth degree. And there were places where you would have gone, you wouldn't have even known. If it weren't for masks, you wouldn't have even known there was a pandemic. Uh, but I digress. I, it just uh, no, drives that's me crazy. That's what conversation is all about. Um, if I can get you to go back to uh, my Substack, there's uh, an old article. I'll go up to the top. And um, I know you were talking about questions. We only got this far. But if you could go back up to the top and click on the um, name and maybe get back to the archive and scroll down into February some point, um, I'll, I'll show people what they're not supposed oh, too far, too far. Um, the red hand, a little bit higher, a little bit higher, um, a little bit more, a little more. There, one more, one more. Not the pandemic treaty. I'm um, right there. Okay. I had, I had done an enormous article, the pandemic treaty article with the red hand is enormous. And in response to it, um, I realized that I didn't want anything that they were offering. And so I wrote <laughs> the, the People's Treaty. Okay. Have you seen this before? Or you're, you're laughing? I'm not sure what. what I, I've not it. seen it. I listened to you speak about it in an interview. Okay. And so um, I'm probably going to repeat what you heard, but it'll be the first time for your audience. Uh, the pandemic treaty, of which we do not speak, because it's essentially the dictator of the world's wet dream to have, you know, control over every single aspect of your life. You can't even begin to imagine. All right. I said, well, you know, if these guys are going to be negotiating a treaty, um, I'm going to give them some suggestions. Right. And so if you scroll down a, a bit, there's a 
all my articles and a video with my funny head in it, but um, keep going down. Uh, and there's 10 items, uh, keep going a little bit more. Um, I tried to keep it simple. There are 10 uh, articles down below. This is, uh, keep going until you see the People's Treaty. Um, there you go, okay. These are just 10 things that, um, I'll read them off for anybody who's just listening, if you can make it just a smidge bigger. Uh, the government does not get to suspend any of your inalienable human rights because of an emergency. Now, if you disagree with that, you know, you're welcome to your opinion, but uh, you're freaking wrong. <laughs> it's just not how it works. Okay. The good of the nation is the sum total of the benefits enjoyed by all of its people individually. That, that there's not collective rights or, or the collective good. I'm all for cooperation, but the way you improve the status of a nation is you improve the status of all of the individuals in that nation. Now, ideally, um, you don't you know, beat up on some people and give everybody else the advantage. Um, you don't beat up on anybody. You respect everybody's rights, regardless of whatever division you wanna to try to sow amongst those people. Um, bureaucrats do not have the right to deny potentially life-saving medications to anyone. Now, how that has happened over these past few years is astonishing. And, and how the people who have done that have gotten away with it is even more astonishing. The right to refuse treatment, AKA biological weapon injections, um, is an inalienable right. You know, it's my body, get the hell away from me. I, you know. How in the world can anybody have any other attitude? It, it's just, it amazes me. Um, in, in any other healthcare setting, it's assault. You exactly. know, I, I, I deny, I, or even if I consent and then withdraw consent for search, it's trespassing for, for anything involving the body, it immediately turns into assault. Now, I know. I'm just a guy that was in law enforcement, 11 years military, and 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 studied law intensively at GW and in, in my master's program. But you know what the heck do I know? But I'm telling you guys, this what's gone on the last two years is insane. And every other instance, it's assault, it's trespassing. Anyway, you know, you know I mean, this, this is cool. What? I'm glad you pulled this up. What anybody might have, you know, imagined is, oh, um, China is abusing their people and locking them down. And America is, you know, beating on their door going, you can't do that to your people. That's wrong. Right. You know, you have you have human rights. Um, but we haven't even stood up for it, in, you know, ourselves. Um, lockdowns and or quarantines of healthy people are just simply wrong. Now, if I'm sick, the last thing in the world I want to if I'm sick, I don't even want to be around people. I just want to lay in bed and get better, right? Or, or do whatever it is. You, you know, it, it's just absurd to think that you can lock down people who might have been exposed to something that might cause them a problem. It, it, it's just pure evil um, sadism. It, it's just people who get off on abusing other people. Um, uh, transparency of information i mean you have a right to know you know uh, pfizer not divulging their data for 75 years give me a break it with today's technology 
all clinical studies should be completely public as they are happening so that people can analyze the data and all of the brain power of the world can see what's going on. Um, this number is eight, what we you know, do with the internet. That, that's the basic tenet of open source code. Exactly. exactly. You know, rules, open, source, open, source, open source clinical studies, open source clinical trials, right? Uh, I'm going to digress on that because my actual area of expertise is natural health. I've been doing that for 25 years. And the problem is whoever does the study crafts the results. And if you had access to all of the raw data, right, you could have data, data analytic programs running, you know, on all kinds of programs, you know, all through that data. And if, you know, I'm 62, um, part Polish, part Slavic, um, you know, this body weight, you know, this blood type, this, that, and the other thing, I could put all my parameters that are, you know, people that are like me, that have similar, and I might only get, you know, 10 out of 10,000 hits in the database for people who are, you know, similar to me genetically, age-wise, all that sort of thing. And then I could actually parse out data by subgroups that would be more meaningful to me, right? One of the issues is blood type. Different blood types, different people. You know, different genomes, different people. They don't want that because what they want is for people to believe that their one drug is going to be right for everybody. And what they don't want anybody to know is that if you actually analyze the data, and this is what I believe is going on with the um, biological injections, they're not giving everybody the same injection. Come on, people, wake up. There's all kinds of reports of uh, managers in factories for the injections that, oh, yeah, we put this admixture into that batch, and we put that admixture into that batch. We're guinea, oh, not me, but they're guinea pigs for thousands of experiments. And the data that is being collected is, you know, they're fine tuning the weapon so that they know that this admixture affects this group of people in this manner. And, you know, what nobody has talked about is all of this data that is so fine tuned, they're completely hiding that. And if it ever comes out, it'll be the very last thing that they show. But everyone is analyzing. It'll be on as, page 70,000, you know. It, it, and I'll freaking find it. But, you know, everybody is <laughs> analyzing this as if it's just one batch. It's all this, you know, every Pfizer vial is identical. Oh, mm -hmm. come on. You got to be kidding me. Um, number nine. When did it become a thing that you could have some friend in government who writes a law that says you can harm people and get away with it? How in the world is um, legislative uh, liability protection a thing? You know, how is that a thing? That is just absurd. How do the pharmaceutical companies get away with um, harming people and being immune to liability? You take that liability away and every vaccine would be off the market tomorrow. It just They know it's harming people. They know that they would have to pay for the harm that they're causing but they got their buddies in government back in the past to protect them. And, and that's, that's the root of a lot of this racketeering that's going on. Um, government officials may start emergencies, but the people need to be able to stop them. 
And now I'm going to ask you, we're going to take a little detour. If you can remember number 10, we're going to come back to number 10. But scroll down a little bit pretty quickly until you see the Statue of Liberty. Scroll down pretty quick. There's just a bunch of redundant stuff here. Um, you'll see that there you go. Um, from here down, uh, there's a, a repetition of the Bill of Rights. And uh, there are many, 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 many documents that talk about what our rights are. Okay. And so um, scroll down past the 10 points. Uh, it's just a text version of the graphic that we were looking at. And then you'll start hitting some different things like the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Um, I've, I've pulled out some that should be obvious to people. So the idea behind the People's Treaty is that it's that educational class about your rights that you didn't get in school, right? So just go here and, and read up on them. The more you read them, the more you go, oh, yeah, you know, that is a right that I should be enjoying. And arbitrary interference of your privacy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man, this is, I'm getting triggered over here. <laughs> There's a few things. So um, here's something that happened because I had a conversation with somebody who asked me a question and I realized I, I actually need to do some editing on this page because I didn't do as good a job as I should. And somebody in conversation made me realize that I could do something a little bit better on this page and I still have to do it. But they said, hey, Jim, you know, uh, how, are, how are you going to get the People's Treaty to be ratified. And it hit me that, you know, my way of thinking is just on you. It's just not the way other people think. And my answer is, wait a minute, you don't really get where I'm coming from, do you? This is the treaty that you signed with your creator when you agreed to come to earth. This is your birthright. Every single one of these human rights is inalienable. It's, it's given to you at birth. You only lose them if you give them up. You don't need to beg some government or the United Nations. or where. These documents are just actually saying what you should be saying every day to yourself. I have the right to do this. I have the right to do that because I'm on this planet and that's my agreement with my creator. I get to come down into this reality or illusion, whatever you want to look at. And this is part of the deal. This is your agreement with your creator. You signed a treaty that if you want to come and struggle through life in this dense, you know, three-dimensional world, um, hey, I need, I need you to give me something, right? And you have all of these freedoms unless the World Hypnosis Organization says, oh, you know, you're not allowed to do that. And I think a lot of people just look at it backwards. And once you wake up and you realize that the only reason you're being abused is because you're not standing up for the rights that you were given at birth. Now, I get it. There are powerful people who get off on abusing you. Okay. But you, you, you cause that to be stronger. And when we allow ourselves to be separated and we're not all in that same uh, mindset, um, this craziness creeps in. And so um, uh, no, if you want to, if you want to comment on that, uh, then I, then I want to go to the next, then go to the next one, but love yeah, to hear well, your it, It's creeped in, you know, on, I just saw what time it is. It's, it's going to be midnight before I'm crawling in the bed. So I'm actually gonna, 
uh, have to wrap and and go spend some time with my wife and our we've got man. four kids, so our seven month old now. Um, so you have no freedom. Okay, Basically. I hear. It. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but it's hey, a voluntary. It's a voluntary gift of that freedom, uh, you know, for for a greater cause. This this conversation has uh, has been just a breath of fresh air. I'm sure that it won't be the last. Um, everyone, go check out. Uh, Jim's Substack, his website. If you go to the website, jamesroguski.com, I just love this Mark Twain quote here. It's easier to fool people than to convince them they've been fooled. That's, you know, Twain, well, Twain uh, is a pseudonym, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll say Mark Twain for kicks and giggles. Um, nails it. The, the whole, it's a kind of the summation of everything that we've been talking about here. And if you're still on the fence and you still think that the government is looking out for your best interest, wherein all governments have done is grow larger, more powerful, more influential, and by definition, more tyrannical throughout the whole arc of human history, then I don't think there's anything that uh, myself or James or anyone, you know, St. Fauci can come down to you and say, hey, it's it's all a hoax. We're we're just screwing with you guys to take your your rights away. I I, I don't think there's any moving you. You know, uh, James. Any last words? Well, not any last words yeah. <laughs> for no, the thanks, interview. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, I um, appreciate the chance to get to know you, and uh, I'm sure all, all you can do. You got my number. Call me, and uh, we'll talk some more whenever you want. Um, it, it's been a pleasure. But I'm bottom line is I'm I'm very optimistic that this issue is just such a blatant, blatant grab for power that uh, you don't need a PhD to read one sentence and, and think on what the ramifications are of giving all that power to one person. And, you know, it's just, oh, hell no. No. Yep. Couldn't agree more. All right, guys, that's it. This is the Joe Mobley Show. I'm Joe Mobley. This is James Roguski. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Guys, if you enjoyed this content, you know what to do. Like, share, and subscribe. I'm on all of the places doing all the social media stuff. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Parlor. You can catch me on Clubhouse. But the best way to get in touch with me, the best social media app out there, the internet done right, is going to be on Locals.com. You know it. I love it. My community there is the Joe Mobley Show.locals.com. I hope to see you guys there. That's all I got. Oh, I guess I should scratch this out and put a four, huh?